Hi, and welcome to another episode of MA's podcast. In front of me today, we got a very special guest, and she goes by the name of Hannah and Napelsi. She is one of the first Emirati triathlete. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, can you just let the listeners and viewers know a little bit about who Hannah is? I do triathlon. I've been doing triathlon since 2019. Uh, prior to that, I was in the ultramarathon world. Um, went from ultramarathons and triathlons. We'll never look back <laughs> to the ultramarathon life. Uh, it was great for what it was, but I'm, triathlon hits different. Um, I am... I think that's pretty much that's yeah like, so what know, was, so when you say ultra ultra marathon yeah what distance is that exactly so an ultra is anything above 42 kilometers so funny enough i've actually never ran full marathon but you i ran more ran yeah so i ran more than a marathon or <laughs> okay. less than a marathon but i've never run a marathon um but yeah it's basically anything above 42 kilometers so you started straight away with ultra marathon yeah i did my first ultra at the age of 16 if i'm mistaken 16 I'm that's mistaken. really young as well 16 or 17 but yeah to like go I was through in... all of that pain at a young age I yeah mean. yeah and it was i don't know if you've ever heard of this ultramarathon it's called dead to red so it's running from the dead sea uh, to the red sea oh wow okay. yeah, yeah, yeah and it me. was one i know of they the... do bikes like that but running i'm like oof. yeah i think they stopped the run like because okay. I, I remember i was researching it recently and that it doesn't seem like it's a thing anymore yeah um but now there is a cycle think from the dead sea to the red sea yeah, so how many cool. kilometers have you done in that one? Oh, that was like a <laughs> was it 50 or was it no so basically as an overall so it started off as a relay race um which ended up not really being a relay race because within the first i think it was like first 45 minutes the rest of the team that were with us were injured and they couldn't continue okay. um except hannah no except me and <laughs> two of my other friends amber and dominique um okay. we ended up doing so Split 242 by three. Like maybe like 90. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, and the thing about it wasn't that it was like a one-time thing where we're each person's running that distance. Mm -hmm. It was 250 meters, jump back on, jump back out God. over and over and over. So I felt like that was actually worse than just, having than a, just going for it. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, like yeah. it was because every time we'd stop, the muscles would just relax and then go back out. Yeah. And we ran for like two days. It wasn't like, Oof. yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> we saw the sunset so and saw the sunrise. Like how was the mentality and the pain that you were experiencing through? Because I've, I've only done like two marathons and yeah. I've done a couple of half marathons. And I just came to realize the fact that anything above maybe 14, 15 kilometers, I'm like, humans are not mechanically made to run <laughs> longer distances than that, let alone doing an ultra marathon. How, what, what were you thinking? So honestly, so when I decided to do that's red, I you have to qualify for it. Yeah. Um, so the first time around, I didn't get qualified because I was too young. I'm assuming it's because I was too young. Uh, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the second time around, I got qualified, and then we continued training, whatever it was. And the training was very intensive. I remember one of the training sessions was, this was a test to see that whether we could go to the next steps, and it was a six-hour run. And I remember going to my coach. I'm like, are you sure we're running for six hours? He's like, of you're doing that to red. Like, it's not six hours. It's like 16 hours. I'm like, oh, oh so like six hours nonstop? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how I feel about that. So anyways, we go off and we do it. And we finished the six hours and I was fine. I was like, oh, okay. That's, that wasn't so bad. Like, okay, I got oh, bored. Okay. But like, I was with two of my friends and 
we were just chatting and running and it was like a very slow pace for six hours. Okay. So it was actually nice. Like it was enjoyable. I think you're the first person I heard say that, <laughs> to be honest with you. So how did that switch to, to the triathlon world? So the last ultra I did, I injured my knee prior to it. And mm. I was pretty stubborn about still doing this ultra that I signed up for. So I went okay. and did it against like doctor's oh, orders. You sound like me when I was young. Yeah. <laughs> and I wish I was so young, like I was in my 20s. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I went and I did it. And thankfully my cousin was with me. So he, I couldn't run. Like that was just not, it's not it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. I did maybe the first 15K and he stayed with me while we we're running. And then throughout the rest, I just couldn't do it. So like he was helping me get to that to the end and that was the end for my ultra i'm like i'm just done like i can't do it anymore yeah and in that period the same cousin that was with me in my on my last ultra was telling me about iron man i never even knew what an iron man was i didn't know what a triathlon was i had yeah. no idea like i've never heard of a world that has three sports under one discipline mm -hmm. and he kind of it was it started off kind of as a bet or like a dare okay and because he used like because i was known in my family for doing these like i would say outrageous ra races <laughs> so he's like I, he's like i dare you to do an iron man i'm like watch me i'll do it he's like okay in two years i'm like one year <laughs> Ooh, okay Luckily, COVID hit. So okay. <laughs> it really had more time. <laughs> I had more time to train. Um, but I ended up signing up what I thought for was a full Ironman. Ended up signing up for a 70.3. Okay. Only finding out eight months into my training that it was a 70.3. Oh, no way. Yeah. And because basically I signed up for the Cosimo race. So you're and more than ready for the 70. Oh, I was like, I was ready for two of them. Yeah. I, I, was, I was ready. <laughs> Literally, because it's double the distance. And I remember when I, well, when my friend pointed it out, telling me like oh honey you signed up for 7.3 i'm like no 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 cosimo's full iron man and he's like no you signed up for 7.3 i'm like and then i signed up for 70.3 uh so i just cut down my hours of training like it was amazing to be quite honest yeah especially during lockdown so like you were basically in taper months before yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's basically what it was so so iron man 70.3 70.3 miles and that that covers the amount of miles in which you're covering three different disciplines which is swimming biking and running and then you got double that distance, which is the full distance. And that's going to be 140.6, which is, again, all three distances covered in those three disciplines. So, yeah, yeah I mean, we had a conversation before and, and it was based on the fact that you was the first Emirati triathlete, uh, female triathlete that accomplished the 70.3. No. So I was okay. um, the youngest. The youngest. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, so when I finished my 70.3, I think I was 23. Or 22 or 23. Okay. I was in my early 20s. Okay. I cannot so, remember. So how was but that adventure going in and doing something like an ultra endurance event, basically? How, like, did you face any, did you face any difficulties? Because I know here, like in the UAE, look, yeah. we've broken out of the box a little bit. But in, in the UAE, it's like something is like, oh, she's doing that? What? Why? Yeah, so I do, I, I do, well, I used to always get, because I'd say, a lot has changed in the past couple of years, but I used to always get like the the facial expression, the what? I'm like, yeah, like, and it's like, how are you doing it? Like, why are you doing it? Mm -hmm. Like, and I always get questions like, do your like parents don't care that you're doing? It? I'm like, what? Like, because like I thankfully like I come from a very open-minded family, mm -hmm. um, so th they're actually my biggest cheerleaders. So like for them, it was oh, this is just Hannah doing Hannah. Like she's just doing her thing. Yeah. Um, but 
I would say before, like I want to say maybe five years ago, four years ago. Yeah, I was about to say. As yeah, well. like it's not now. Is things are so things different. Are so much different. They're yeah. so different. Um, to the better. Yeah, for the better, for sure. And it was just women were not seen as an equal to a man in sport, mm -hmm. and it still isn't the case. But it's not just a local or like a, a regional thing. It's a global thing. It's not mm -hmm. just in the Middle East. It's not just in Europe. It's literally everywhere. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the comments that women will get is, oh, like, when do you want to start a family? So that's kind of where even sponsors will put like a time limit to a woman. And so yeah. a lot of companies do not actually want to invest in women because they believe that like, okay, there is a time limit, but that's not the reality of it. It doesn't like a lot of pro track stars have proven everyone wrong. That's right. Um, there's this famous track star, I forgot her name, Allison, I think, Allison Star, uh, that kind of changed all the contracting with Nike because she wasn't allowed to get pregnant. Wow. Based off the contract, the contract would, would no longer be binding. Yeah. Um, but now she's changed that, you know. So there's a lot of things changing, but women in sports is still, there is still a lot of obstacles that we're overcoming. Mm -hmm. um, and it's hard and it's tough. And it, it literally takes a village to make these changes, mm -hmm. uh, which thankfully the UAE is literally just, they, they've had my back from day one. Yeah. Um, so we're all making it possible together. Amazing. So yeah. so they're basically, you're saying up until this day, you've got the community behind you that's supporting you with this yeah. adventures that you're doing. Yeah, that's for great. sure. That's great. And then five years ago, it was a little bit like, because it was a gray area and not a lot of people would do it. Yeah. It was like, oh, why is she doing that to herself? I mean, yeah, cause like people it's... even asked the question about even a half fireman. It's like, why do you do that to yourself <laughs> yeah. anyway? Do you know what I'm And then to there's also it's like, as women, you shouldn't look a certain way or act in a certain way. It's like, really, like, who who's putting these rules? Yeah. Who is it? <laughs> That's right. You know what? That's it's very, very like, motivating to hear. And yeah. well done. Kudos to you for, for you. going out there and doing your own thing. You know what? Like, big ups to you. Um, I, rem I remember, I think it was a couple of weeks. I've been following you on Insta. And um, part of your Insta, you're very open about expressing your emotions and feelings towards yeah. the physiological <laughs> aspect and what happened. Can we talk about, um, or can you talk about a little bit about the Asian Games? The Asian you Games. participated in it. I would call that now, like after two months, two and a half months, let's say three months. Um, the turning point. It was, I think what it, it was the biggest heartbreak I've ever had like I will, I will say that it was um something like even when I think about it till now which I try not dig my mind into it so much anymore um it was a shock like it was a big shock um we were training for god knows how long for it and knowingly this is like this was the milestone of this year and literally traveled to like altitude camps and did all these crazy races prior to it to prep us for this race. Mm -hmm. um, I think what happened was, so I don't think I've ever experienced a panic attack or like a extremely stressful, um, well, internal stressful situation mm -hmm. where I think I got a panic attack okay. and I didn't know what was happening, to be quite honest. Okay. Like I, I don't even think I knew it was a panic attack till I came back to Dubai. Okay. So I get, so my name gets called out. I'm walking out. It's all a blur, like you're in a dream. Like, honestly, it was like everything just happened in a second. Like, I, I oh, don't wow. even know. And I remember my blood pressure just dropping. The and anxiety. Yeah, like yeah. it was like dropping to the point where I couldn't feel my body. 
So I'm swimming and I'm like, am I even moving? I, I didn't oh. even know if I was moving. And I'm trying to push as much as I can. And I just couldn't move. Mm. Next thing you know it, I look to my left, I see this boat. I'm like, there is no way. Like, there is no way. I'm literally like, there's no way I'm the last one in this this lake. Mm. I'm like, this can't be, like, I don't understand what's happening. So that I think that got me in a worse mindset mm -hmm. as well. And at that point, I'm like, it's mind over matter. It's mind over matter. No, it was not. <laughs> My body has decided it has given up. Like it was like, it was, it was out. Yeah. I get out of the lake. I couldn't see what was in front of me. I even keep, I kept rewatching a video of me coming out of the lake. I couldn't see what was in front of me. Oh, so the wow. fact that I was able to see it in a video, but not in person, yeah. it was kind of crazy. I get to my bike, I'm struggling to put on my helmet, I'm struggling to even hold my bike. And I get on and then I think it was a good like kilometer in and then everything stopped and then I could see yeah, everything fast. felt okay. Yeah. And I got my grip back. Yeah. By then it was too late. Um, but with that, I went back, I was like, oh, was it my nutrient? I'm like, there was nothing that was different. Everything was the same. Mm -hmm. There was nothing external in that factor that would have had an impact on that. Yeah. It was internal that happened. What happened? Because I put so much pressure on myself. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah like I even remember prior, like a, two weeks prior to the race, I was waking up from body twitches in the middle yeah. of the night because of how stressed I it's was. It's crazy like, what anxiety does to you. Yeah. You know, it takes out so much of your energy. It's so much. So much. But I wasn't energy. even aware. That was yeah. the thing. Like yeah, I wasn't yeah. aware of that. And then after the Asia Games. I think everything really does happen for for a reason because right. now I have a sports life coach. I have a sports psychologist and the things I, since then, since getting on with having a sports psychologist and a sports life coach, um, I would say like my performance in my races have started to peak again. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at races differently. I'm performing differently. I'm performing better. Um, so I think there is a whole... Like, I didn't know that there was even, like, because also a lot of people that go into this path from a very young age, they have been trained from a very young from age, very young age yeah. with that external pressure and mm -hmm. all the pressure around for them. You have that's to a go norm. through it once in your life. Yeah. And whereas a lot of people would think, oh, this, this, this is rubbish that it's happened to me, but it might be one of the best things that has happened to you because we it all was have a blessing in disguise. That, yeah. You know what I mean? And based on that, any kind of difficult chip that you go through is always a learning experience and a learning curve for you yeah. to be a better athlete. You have to go through that because if exactly. you're not through that right now, you might be at a top level and then go through that. And then exactly. you've invested more time and effort into it and you might get disappointed. So it's really good that it's happened at a young it was, age. Yeah, no, it was one of the, like my coach, Joao, he literally till this, I will forever be grateful for this guy. Like he, the amount of meetings me and him have had after the Asian game, I was not okay. Like there was yeah. anyone that has that knew me knew I was not okay. Like even my, I couldn't, I couldn't get out of this funk I put myself in. Yeah. And uh, Joao was literally, I would say, the person that was literally like pulling me out. Yeah. And very proactive about finding a psychologist. Very proactive about finding a sports life coach. He's like, these are elements okay. that we cannot put in your physical training, but mm -hmm. your mind will allow your physical training to get to its peak. Yeah. So it was, we created a whole game plan and it worked. Yeah. So literally I would say because of him, 
we are where we are today Amazing. right now. He's, like, he's a great coach. No, he, he's he's, he's coach. insane. He's I've also talked to him. He's also been in the same seat that you've oh, been no, in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no, like he, him, I, honestly, I dug yeah. into his mentality a little bit. I'm like, this guy is another level. He makes, to say. he makes the underdogs. That's right, absolutely. Into the pit bulls. Yeah. Like I, I have this quote. It's, uh, it's uh, what was it? How did I forget it? Um, the underdog has more bite than a pit bull. And I love that. He... That's turns awesome. you into a pit bull yeah he has a plan right. always has a plan um it's amazing yeah yeah, yeah. and what's sh- in short term what's the end goal for hannah my end goal is s- the olympics amazing yeah. i can't wait to see that and, and and the fact that i'm looking at because you're sharing <laughs> your adventures on instagram i'm seeing that's really really motivating and i just want you to keep that up honestly just keep doing what you're doing. You're in that right path. Everything that happens, happens for a reason. Now, yeah. to, to close it off, I like to play a little game with everybody. <laughs> and that game is just, just to dig in a little bit into your subconscious, right? And that game is, I would say, one word. Yeah. And then you have to answer as quick as you can based on that word. Okay. okay? As quick as you can. Even if it's the most random thing you say. Okay. okay. All right. You ready? Swim technique <laughs> you gotta be quicker but, but nice i like that bike wheels nice. crocs amazing <laughs> that was a as a matter one. of fact we are wearing crocs we decided you know what why not all right run fast gold angry win lose olympics win <laughs> nice one podium win <laughs> Basics. Shoes. <laughs> Great. Thank you very much for your time. It's Thank been an so absolute much. pleasure. Stay tuned for the next couple of episodes and MAs and keep watching. Thank you very much. Take care.